Blog Talk Radio. to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God, my life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Good afternoon and welcome to We Are Not Cattle Radio. That was a clip from the network. I'm sure a lot of you have heard that. It is 1 o'clock on the Eastern Standard Time. This is We Are Not Cattle Radio with your host, Jake Counts, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'll be here live for the next 30 minutes covering a smattering of the news, covering the topic of the of the show. The topic of the show today is the Fourth, and Fourth Amendment, Second Amendment. Basically, I'm going to cover the entire waterfront of the Bill of Rights and how we're slowly seeing it deteriorate. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about global governance and um, I guess most people thought I was a quack a couple of years ago when I started talking about global government, but then now they announce it as it's going to be the savior, the be-all, end-all to all of our issues. So once again, thank you for joining us here today. Um, I'm going to jump right into the news and some of the news articles that caught my eye this week. Um, this one's actually pertinent to the show topic. It's that the uh, the government is planning to keep records on non-terrorist related browsing. So, you know, this is interesting in the fact that now they're just brazenly coming out and saying, well, we're going to spy on you, but if you're not a terrorist, we're going to dump all the cookies and stuff that we found. But now they're just going to say, well, we might need to keep those, you know, just in case we uh we need to delve back into the well and and find out what's going on and and just to give you an excerpt from the uh from the article 
Uh, it says members of Congress have have uh, called for expanding the center's record retention authority, saying the intelligence community did not connect the strands of intelligence by multiple agencies that led up to the failed bombing attempt on a Detroit-bound airliner on Christmas Day 2009. So, uh, once again, sort of a reset. If you want to follow along with the news articles, I actually hyperlink to them on my website. You can find it at www.wearenotcattle.net. You can click on the antenna icon. It will take you to the show page for today's show. And then I have um, the news articles. I have hyperlinks to the original sources and cite those. So for those of you that want to do a little bit further research, instead of just me touching on the topic, you want to read the article for yourself, uh, feel free to do so. Um, transitioning off of that, now this gets into, once again, the Second Amendment, and Ruger actually came out a couple of days ago and said they're going to stop accepting um, firearms orders because they're overwhelmed, which is a great thing. But it's also a sign of the times and the fact that you know if people are going to go buy guns, what are they, what are they buying guns for? And… You know, a lot of people that I know, every, almost everybody that I know owns a firearm, and that's the beauty of the Second Amendment. But I think what you're seeing is you're seeing sort of a controlled panic with the um, with the population. They they kind of get this feeling that that something's wrong, but they can't really put their finger on it, and and they're just they're just getting scared and they're getting nervous. So, you know, like I said, Ruger is one of only a a multitude of manufacturers, but they are pretty big, and I actually have a, a Ruger firearm myself, and it's um, it's just interesting to see something like that where they say, you know, we can't keep up with um, – we can't keep production up with demand. That's pretty powerful stuff. So continuing, um, the um, – once again, this is more of a – this is more of a Fourth Amendment type of thing, but um, – the FBI announced that they spied on visitors to a prepper website. Actually, they didn't announce it, but the but the people that run the website did some um, did some cookie tracking and, and found that that a lot of these hits that were coming to their site were getting funneled through a um, through a database. So, you know, an excerpt from the article. This is a, a Prison Planet or um, excuse me, an Infowars.com article, and it says that um, it has come to my attention. That from August um, 2011 to November 2011, the FBI was secretly redirecting the web traffic of more than 10% of survival, survival blogs U.S. visitors through the CGIS, and their sprawling data um, sustained on 90 acres and 10 miles from uh, Clarksburg, West Virginia. And it basically just goes on to talk about how many people were affected and what kind of routing they were doing, and it just makes it it makes it very interesting to see all this stuff go on, and um, that really leads me into the topic of the show for today. Now I am going to have to break the show a little bit sooner than normal because I do have a speech that I want to play at the very end. I actually found it surfing on the web this weekend, and um, it really just encapsulates how I feel about about the world, and I think it's just great, so I'm going to leave you guys with that today. But transitioning, um, if you go under the topic for the show, the Bill of Rights and Global Government, you will see um, the first article that I have is that um, is that the CIA spies on um, Facebook and Twitter, and yeah, they just come up, uh, they just come out and brazenly say, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna monitor all this stuff because 
evidently they were monitoring and and for those of you in the know they were monitoring the um the situation over in Egypt so you know once again these are the double edged sword of technology is very interesting when you see when you see that um the government coming out and just saying, you know, we're we're using these we're using these devices and these um and these mechanisms to kind of track and trace what you're doing, and it just really turns into um, it's kind of like opening Pandora's box, if you will. You have all this great technology that integrates with stuff, and and you see all these um you see all these things that integrate with um with um with your computer at home and the iCloud, and it all looks great. But guess what, guys? If you're putting it up in the cloud, it's on servers. They're in a and they're in a data center, and the data center is you know run and managed by a security you know a security team and all that stuff. But what they can do through soft switch technology, which has been out for a long time, and I and I know this because I, I'm in the telecom industry. Through soft switch technology, you can remote in and log in through back doors and and pretty much get anything you want. Now, most of this stuff is encrypted, but that doesn't mean that the government doesn't have ways to unencrypt this data and really, you know, just basically have free reign and free roam to all of your information, personal pictures, passwords, you name it. And believe you me, they've probably got some supercomputers there that they're running through all of this data and data mining and finding out who who is really going to be a challenge for them and uh, and who to just kind of leave alone. So – so it's really interesting to see that. Now, transitioning, continuing into the next article, and this is stuff that I talk about a lot to my friends, and most of my friends can't believe it, but um, there was a man that was actually facing jail time. It was up to – I think it was 75 years is what the uh, the headline states, and this is an Infowars.com article as well, that um, he was facing jail time for, for filming police, which I'm actually going to talk about this a little bit more in the next article where um, – we're coming up where it says that um, – I'll actually just skip to it. We're um, filming police at the NATO summit. It's going to be illegal, and the way that they've done this, and NATO summit is actually going to take place in Chicago for those of you that don't know, and NATO typically draws out a, a pretty good protest. And so, and so it's interesting in the state of Illinois, and I'm just going to actually quote uh, a little, you know, a little excerpt from the article here. It says, in the state of Illinois, an obscure eavesdropping law prohibits the recording of unknowing individuals. Even if a cop is clobbering a protester in the streets of Chicago, recording the incident can land the amateur photographer and seasoned journalists alike behind bars, and they would face sentencing on par with charges of rape and murder. So even though it's against the Second Amendment to do this, what you can do is you can pass this eavesdropping you know this eavesdropping law and circumvent the second amendment and and just completely go after the public and then that actually leads me into the next article where where they talk about Chicago's just going to they're going to beef up and get ready for the NATO summit I linked to it on my site I said um Chicago buys new goodies for the NATO summit well basically they're going to buy roughly 8500 face shields for the NATO summit and just an excerpt from the article, the Fraternal Order of Police, um, President Mike Shields demanded that the new shields to prevent his officers from being blinded and bagged of uh, blinded by bags of urine and feces thrown at quote unquote the anarchists um and other hardcore protesters. 
Are you kidding? Yeah, we got to – your job there, police, is to maintain order. It's not to have a fight with somebody. They're out there exercising their First Amendment right. You have no right to go there and just and just hype everybody up and get them ready for get them ready for a brawl. And they talk about in the article they talk about how it always ends up in in almost a riot situation, just really blowing it out of proportion. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. These people have a right to protest. Now you know throwing feces and 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 throwing urine at people. Yeah, that's a little bit extreme. Okay. It's a little bit extreme, but come on, guys. You know, NATO doesn't get the best publicity around the world for a reason. You know? It's absolutely insane what we're going through now. And that leads me into the final article that I'm going to reference, and then um, I'm going to just kind of continue on. You know, this is actually just going to be the springboard. But um, they actually came out a couple of days ago. And said that – and this is once again the hyperlink on my site uh, – global government is going to be needed to stave off climate change. Now, I was a kook a couple of years ago for talking about global government and and the consolidation of all these countries and the EU and the North American Union and all these different things. And they're, they're going to slowly roll this stuff out. Well, they slowly rolled it out with the EU. And now the you know you look at you look at the EU it's absolutely in shambles right now and everybody's looking to get out because the euro is collapsing because I mean that's what the euro was designed to do and you know they they designed the euro to consolidate all these different currencies and then they could have one system of control it's kind of like what what you see now in um, in Switzerland where they're starting to talk about they're starting to talk about going to just a, a strict digital currency. Well, if you go to a straight digital currency, guys, that is something to really, really watch out for. Now, myself, I guess I'm from the old school where I actually like to touch stuff. I like to, you know, I like to have money in my pocket sometimes, just in case, you know, because you can't barter with a credit card. What the heck are you going to do there? You get stuck on the side of the road. You need some gas. What are you going to tell the guy? Hey, take me to the gas station. I'll buy you a cup, you know, a cup of coffee or two with my credit card. You need some cash on you. And cash has always been a you know a very easily transactional you know fiat currency that we can use to trade for goods and services. But what you see here with with the global government announced, and I will just read you a, 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 a just an excerpt from this, and it's actually a pretty long excerpt. And then I'm actually going to transition into a couple of other clips that I've got that are pretty pertinent. Um, so a report surmised the 10 years of research of evaluating the capability of international institutions to deal with climate um, and other environmental issues, an assessment that found existing capabilities to be effective uh, change was sorely lacking. Yeah, because anytime you get a bunch of bureaucrats involved, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awful. I mean you're going to get a bunch of people in there that – anyway… So continuing, the authors called for a constitutional movement in the upcoming 2012 UN Conference on Sustainable Development, a.k.a. Agenda 21. We're going to rob you and put you in little bubbles in Rio in June to reform world policies and government. Hmm, that's a nice soft announcement of world government. Along with proposals, a, a call to replace a largely ineffective UN Commission on Sustainability Development with a council that reports to the UN General Assembly. Oh, isn't that nice? So we got one thing that really hasn't been effective, but we're just going to 
repackage it and relabel it and call it something different, and it will be much, much better. And an attempt to better handle the emerging issues related to water, climate, energy, and food security. Hmm. Yeah, let's let them be in control of all the food resources because they've already talked about that in Agenda 21 that – you're not going to have any you know, freedom over what kind of food you eat. You're going to get your little ration cards and all that good stuff. And the reporter advocates a similar revamping of international environmental institutions. So what you have here is an announcement that they're going to come out and they're going to – they're going to control everything. And it's very, it's very interesting to see them say this because, you know – it's not bad enough that we've we've got here in America that we have an extremely large federal government that's power grabbing with the NDAA and all these things. It's you know, it's not bad enough that we have that. Now we got to go to something even bigger and we're going to put the, you know, the collective sum of whole into the hands of a few bureaucrats. And they're going to make decisions for us. Don't worry, they'll control it. But it's you know it's so interesting to see that the sheeple don't even really care because once again it doesn't affect them. And so you know I, I saw a couple of um a couple of you guys chatting with me live here, you know saying that you're preppers and stuff. You guys are the smart ones. And it's funny that they they always make it out to the people that are the preppers and the people that are informed as that we're the outcasts of society for the most part. We're the people that are – man, you're just kind of kooky. You're talking about world government, and you're talking about a financial collapse and all this stuff. This stuff is real. I mean this stuff is very real. You know, I'll go back to what I said before where, where my friend went to a um, – he he talked to his financial advisor, and his financial advisor went to a uh, an economic summit, and they had four economists speak, and two out of the four economists get up there and say, hey, we're about to have a depression. This is unsustainable. And these are, you know, these are highly respected guys, and all of a sudden, you know, my friend comes back to me and goes, Ken, can you believe that? No, it's just something I've – you know, we need to all get the information out. And that's what this radio broadcast is about. That's what this transition is about. It's about informing the public of how the financial system works, what you can do when you see them you know, trying their little monkey business, and also get people involved. You have to get involved. You've got to get on the field. Whether you do something like I, what I do, run, a, run just a little, you know, a little blog out on the internet and then run your little internet radio show, you've got to do something. You've you got to get Involved, otherwise you're going to end up with an authoritarian global government, which they've already said that they want to do under Agenda 21, and say that they're going to control everything. And then this is what you're going to end up with. So I'm going to segue into this clip and take a listen to this because this might be what we're facing. This is actually a clip from the Twilight Zone back in the 50s, but it really does hit the nail right on the head. So. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. There is very little call for the services of a librarian. Case in point, a minister. A minister would tell us that his function is that of preaching the word of God. And of course it follows that since the state has proven that there is no God, that would make the function of a minister somewhat academic as well. There is a God. are in error, Mr. Wordsworth. There is no God. The state has proven that there is no God. You cannot erase God with an edict. 
obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. You have no function, Mr. Wordsworth. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. I am nothing more than a reminder to you that you cannot destroy truth. You're a bug, Mr. Wordsworth, a crawling insect. An ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives, even after I'm shoveled into my grave. Delusions, Mr. Wordsworth. Delusions. The Bible, poetry, essays, all kind, all of it, an opiate to make you think you have a strength when you have no strength at all. You have nothing but spindly limbs and a dream, and the state has no use for your kind. So, yeah, that could be what you face, which is, um, you know, it's it's scary, but but the masses don't seem to care because they've got, um, you know, they've got Jersey Shore and they've got American Idol and they've got the voice to look forward to, you know, in the new season of Desperate Housewives or or whatever the little, you know, trendy thing of the week is. So, like I said before, it's um it's not infotainment here, and I do want to open up the phones if anybody wants to uh, to call in and talk about any one of these any one of these subjects that I've mentioned today. the uh, The number to call in is six zero two seven five three nineteen sixteen. I've got about five minutes, four minutes before I got to play my clip to exit, but um, I do appreciate everybody tuning in to the broadcast. And once again, you have to you have to first figure out what's going on in the system. And you know, you're not going to get that from Fox News, you're not going to get that from CNN because they're owned by the system. They're owned by the big corporations. They're they're out there in the best interest for the corporations. Kind of like what I talked about in the last show where the Fed came out and said that we're going to do what what we think is best. And they never talk about we're not gonna we're gonna do what we think is best for the public. They just say we're gonna do what we think is best, and that means their shareholders. Because once again, it's a it's a private entity that um, that has shareholders. So, you know, find the information for yourself. You know, there's a couple of really great resources out there. Obviously, the Drudge Report is a, is a great resource for for just a a collaborative effort of you know news from all over the United States. I highly recommend um InfoWars and that's one of my favorite sites to check just because it it'll cover the waterfront and they get into the the bigger and and more in-depth, you know, they get into a little bit more of the global government side of things. And um I actually just had a guy, you know, text in and say that Glenn Beck is fairly good as well and he is. You know, the Blaze is actually a very good website to check as well. But once again, you're not going to hear this from anybody. You're not going to hear this from from anyone out in in the mainstream that's going to tell you to go out and do the research for yourself because their job is to keep you asleep. Their job is to keep you consuming. And if you ever watch the documentary called The Corporation, I highly recommend it because what they do is um, – Throughout the entire documentary, it really does kind of uncover a lot of things that that um, that corporations do, and once again, their their sole purpose is to make a profit. So, but one of the absolute fundamental things that I saw was after 9/11, they talked about that your your goal as a as a citizen is to consume. And that's what we are here in the United States. We're a we are an economy of consumers. We don't really make anything. 
we have um we have all kinds of different mechanisms to kind of foment ourselves into believing that we have some kind of industrial you know industrial impact but we really don't we end up having what what you would think of as a once again a consumer based economy or a debt based economy where all we do is buy and trade services we don't really have any fundamental you know fundamental whether it's industry or anything that would really make us self-sustaining. And what you see is you're going to start seeing that across the board. You're going to start seeing you know, governments trading with one another, doing the, the outsourcing to, to the foreign countries so that they can pay their, their little slave laborers you know, three, cents, three cents an hour or a dollar or two a day, which is good for those, for those nations. But what happens – is once the the stat you know the um the the lifestyle starts to come up in those countries where their standard of living starts to rise then the corporations will pack up and they'll move to another entity now i do remember this and in the corporation it talks about how you know that corporations will go in and actually own the water they'll own the natural resources and that's what you saw in Argentina where they where they imploded Argentina and then we tried to go in and and you know buy things up for pennies on the dollar and that's what happens. So that's going to be it for the show today. I'm going to leave you guys with with the greatest speech that I've ever heard. And if this doesn't choke you up, then I I don't think that you have a soul because this is a this is actually from um the dictator and it's uh, Charlie Chaplin giving a speech. And just uh, just have a listen. Once again, I'll be live on air uh, Wednesday, 9.30. I hope you guys tune in. I'll chat with you guys live during the, um, during the speech here. But uh, thanks for listening. Once again, get a friend, get informed, and get involved. I'm sorry. But I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent, and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass, and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, 
Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men. But in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. A decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give you the future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite!